Thank you for joining me today for this brief devotional. My hope is that your heart will both be encouraged and challenged. Good Monday morning. I just ask you to share this this morning if it ministers to you. A few years back, I heard a prominent pastor on the West Coast say that the church will continue to become irrelevant as long as it quotes from 2,000-year-old letters as their best defense. He was talking about the Word of God. I think we'd have to live under a rock to not realize that the truth of God's Word, its inerrancy, um, is just being assaulted in every way, but it's not really by people outside of the church. What we're seeing today is the salt from the inside of the church. People who have professed a faith in Christ from early childhood are now completely walking away from the gospel. Entire denominations are walking away from believing the inerrancy of the Word of God and seeing it more as suggestions or maybe a template in which we could live instead of seeing it as God-breathed um, truths from the very mouth of God Himself. And for those of us, for most of us that believe the Word, we don't believe it because it just sounds good. We believe it because it has um, such validity and truth. It, there is a statistic. If you took all of the prophecies that were written in the Old Testament about Jesus fulfilling them and, and how they came to pass, the statistical, um, what's the word I'm looking for? probability of that is just off the rails and I don't even do math people I don't even understand math but I just know that scripture holds scientific truth it holds um, historical truth and so we don't just follow it blindly but we do follow it by in believing that it's true. So before you get petrified that all of these people are walking away from the faith, it's important to realize that we were told this would happen. We were warned in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3. It says, "Let no man be deceived, let no man deceive you, because that day will not come," meaning the day of the antichrist and the tribulation, except there come first a great falling away. And that word falling away means, it's, it's from the same Greek word apostasia, which means forsaking or defection. So you've been in one camp, but now you're defecting to an entirely different camp. You've believed one thing, but now you're forsaking that to follow something else. And 
These are believers that this passage is talking about. You're not gonna forsake a truth you never believed. You're forsaking a truth that you've claimed as your own, a Jesus that you've owned as your savior. And, and I heard recently, I've been reading this great book by Michael, Dr. Michael Youssef, a pastor in Atlanta called Saving Christianity. And he makes this statement, and I know we all know it, believe it, and have probably heard it, but the best way to destroy anything is to destroy it from the inside out. And so that's what we're seeing happen. So as we begin these, these arsenal pieces of our armor, Ephesians 6.14 says this, it says, therefore stand. Meaning, remember verse 13 said, when the battle is won, you will be standing. That's how we finished last week. And then verse 14 comes right along and says, therefore stand. So do it, stand up. We cannot be afraid in this season of what people are gonna think about us. Jesus said this, he said, if you deny me before men, this is a sobering passage. If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father in heaven. This is not a season for weak, anemic, um, impotent Christianity. It's also not a season for arrogant, abusive, and demeaning Christianity either. A true believer is a person of deep compassion and deep love who looks into the brokenness of someone else and says, you know what, I can understand that because I know what it is to be broken. I know what it is to need Jesus. So we're in the middle of the battle and we're standing and then it gives us this first piece of armor. It says, have the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Now remember, Paul is writing this to a church who understands what Roman guards look like. And for a Roman guard, the belt held everything either together or it was strapped onto it. So it holds the breastplate together, which we'll talk about next week. It holds the sword on it. It holds the shield on it. It all attaches. This is the central piece. And this represents for us, he said, the belt of truth. The belt of truth is the word of God. Remember when, when Satan came in Adam and Eve in the very beginning, how did he come to them? He came to them with doubt. Doubt about who? Doubt about God. Did God really say? And that is what is plaguing everyone now. Did God really say this is what marriage is to look like? Did God really say that this is how we're to um, protect the sexual experiences of our, um, this temple that we've been given? Did God really say that I really should save myself for marriage? Did God really say that? We need to rethink that one. And so now we have all of these, did God really say moments? And it has created all of this doubt. And now we're writing a gospel that fits our agenda and our comfort zone instead of fitting the truth and the inerrant word of God. Matthew wrote this in chapter 24. He said, heaven and earth will pass away before one piece, one jot or tittle of my word will ever pass away. God's word is not going anywhere, no matter what our culture does. 
And friends, I'm telling you, the reason we don't want to change it to make it comfortable is because we need it just the way it is. We need it to convict us. We need it to direct us. We need it to protect us. We need it to give us the strategies of war for the battles that we're facing. Because think about this, if God's word is true, infallible, totally true, then it is what sets us free. Remember, scripture says that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's why the enemy is so desperate to keep us from believing that the Word of God is wholly true. And it is also so important to remember this passage of Scripture. If the foundations are destroyed, what will the righteous do? The truth of God's Word is foundational to the Christian experience. What will we do if we relegate this to the bookshelf of suggestion. It's a very dangerous place to be for a church and for an individual heart. So culture may want to rewrite it, but friends, I'm telling you, they don't know what they're asking for because it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that sets people free. That's why the enemy is working so hard to convince people that it's just a suggestion and not breathed by the very breath of God. Our hearts live in a war zone. Yes, they do. And the thing that will hold your whole life together and will keep every other piece of armor in place that you carry is knowing the truth and believing the truth of the Word of God. I, I challenge you this week to ask the Lord to reveal to you if there is any piece of His Scripture that you're marginalizing, questioning, or living contrary to, and ask Him to convict you. Friends, conviction is a gift, not punishment. It is a gift for your heart and for mine. If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.